Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Scott David Chase. This is my truth. Tell me yours on this episode. Uh, Ryan Lavassa returns. Um, I had Ryan on episode 25 of season one. Um, so about two and a quarter years ago, um, Ryan has a new project called New Nord that uh, is sort of a solo project. Also, kind of an offshoot of his band, The Minus Scale, because uh, Pat and Mark from The Minus Scale are playing with him in that as well. Uh, this was this was a great conversation. Ryan's been a good friend for, uh, you know, a decade and a half, if not more at this point. And, uh, you know, his daughter was two the first time we talked. His daughter just turned four fairly recently. And, uh, you know, c- catching up. But we spent a lot of time actually talking about our own struggles with uh, addiction and specifically... Uh, food addiction. So, um, you know, we hadn't planned on that necessarily, but, uh, it was, uh, that's how this podcast goes. And, you know, we did talk about creativity and music at the end, but a lot of it was just, you know, catching up, uh, cause we don't get to see each other as much as we'd like, but you know, more, more than, uh, some of the creative friends I have. So yeah. And, you know, after we recorded, we did make some plans to, uh, we have a project in the works, so hopefully that'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll follow through with that in, uh, in the next couple months. That'll come to fruition. So also we talked about our mutual friend, Evan Kenny, who was uh, the vocalist and one of the guitarists in the band Red, Red Yellow. And I talked about seeing him in Boston opening for Cave-In recently. That band is called Labor Hex. I could not remember the name of it during the conversation. And also his previous band, Dirty Bangs. I talked about that. Um, you know, the memory isn't quite what it used to be being an older person, uh, which I know some people will laugh thinking 44 is an older person, but uh, man, I feel really old some days. But anyway, very long-winded. Uh, it was great catching up with Ryan, and hopefully you enjoy this chat with Ryan LeBasser. Yeah, because when we talked before, your daughter had not yet turned two. She's yeah. four now. She's four. Yeah. You were saying that you guys, ju- it's December 1st, you guys just put up the Christmas tree this yeah. morning? Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we put up the tree on Friday. He decorated it today. He decorated it today. But, like, just the way the schedule was yesterday, trying to get out. Right. And trying to be home long enough to actually do it. It wasn't happening, but she's very, very focused on... Uh, what were you guys doing yesterday? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> so what was yesterday? Was yesterday Saturday. was Cyber Saturday, Small Business Saturday. So today is oh, you know what? Cyber Sunday. Which no, no, yeah. Enslin had a, a baby shower to go to. Oh, very cousin, and uh, so I was daddy during the day. We yeah. bombed around and nice. Did some errands, and we got back. We went to her mom's house for her mom's birthday, but yeah, didn't want to decorate without. Sure. Yeah, it's because yeah, she would have had to redo the whole thing. <laughs> That's the thing. But yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It's good. Do you, uh, where'd you go? We were, we were in Stratum. Okay. Didn't travel. Stayed pretty close. Nice. Uh, you know, just a slow start to the day, and then. Uh, you know, dinner in the afternoon. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just a, we had roast beef. All right. 
you do you prefer that to turkey? I, I do not. Yeah. I do not like red meat. Yeah, unless it's ground up in a hamburger. Sure. In which case, I don't care if it's a veggie burger. Or, right. So yeah. Right. Not, I do not like it. Um, who's <laughs> t- who? Who made the call to do the roast beef? So. It was, it was functional. Um, my mother-in-law had eye surgery. Couldn't navigate, you know, the turkey. Fair enough, fair enough. Didn't trust us to do it. Sure. <laughs> so, um, hopefully... Uh, she knows her audience then. Yeah. She knows what she's dealing with. Um, so, yeah. But it was, it was different. And a surprise. I guess it was more that it was a surprise. Yeah. I not prepared myself for all that blood. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, I mean... I'm not a vegetarian at this point, but I right. do meat so infrequently that usually when I'm if I'm invited over to yeah. someone's house and I don't know, I just for all intents and purposes say I'm a vegetarian because it's easier than trying sure, to explain. You don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, and I have so many. You know, with a, with all the diet changes I've done this year, I have so many restrictions. It's just easier for me, like, yeah. not to eat at someone like, which sounds really shitty to say. Yeah, but, and I'm and like. Because people have invited me over, they're like, I want to make you this. But I'm like, yeah. it's a pain in the ass for me to do it. So I yeah. can't even imagine what it's right. going to be for other people. So I'm oh, yeah. just like, that's okay. I'll, you know, I'll come over for coffee or whatever. That's fair. At least you put that out there. What's that? At least you put that out there. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, uh, here's my, here's, I kind of have a weird diet. I'll see you tonight for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can let them figure it out. Yeah. That's, well, and it's, because it's always been, like, I've always been a picky eater, but... Which surprised some people when they would hear me say that, you know, because I've always been a big dude. But I'm just like, yeah, I found like four things that I liked and then just ate the shit out of them. And they were all like, it was all like pasta, bread, you know, all the stuff that's not not great for you. You know, sugar and so, which are all delicious things. But, uh, yeah, so like I definitely eat like a lot more vegetables yeah. and stuff like that. So you're tracking now, right? Like I saw you. Yeah. 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 I got to keep That's, track of everything. I was, yeah. I was, I was bummed we couldn't do that. That, that drive down in New Jersey ended up being amazing. Nice. Yeah. But, I, but yeah. I was super how's, bummed about it. It's, how's the book? She's not doing great. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I was talking to my best friend, uh, around that week was probably the time but I was just like yeah it's I'm gonna have to put her down at some point yeah. too and now it's just sort of like alright when is it not the best time to do like trying to figure yeah. out when I'm gonna do it cause yeah. I was like alright you can do it you know in the next week or so and just like rip the bandaid off I was yeah. like but do I really wanna do it before the holidays Yeah. I was like but if I don't I'm gonna be thinking about it through the holidays. Like uh, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So because I, it's not one of those things that. It's weird. It's just it's it's a de- it's been a decline this year. Yeah. And uh, I mean, she's an older dog. She's 12 ish, as far as we know. Cause she's a rescued street dog, yeah. but her mobility has gone down. Her appetite's gone down. She's lost yeah. a bunch of weight. Like she doesn't seem like she's in any pain, but also just like her quality of life doesn't seem to be yeah. the same and. I lived with my aunt for several years when I yeah. first moved back to New Hampshire. She had two dogs, and they both, one of them she put down, and then one of them, he literally died in the house. Like, yeah. I watched that dog die, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I don't want my dog to have to go through that, right. that life. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, 
but it's also I feel like I'm a little too close to it to like know definitively so like my friend she's just like yeah I'll go with you when you do it and she's like I'll also be honest with you if like I come over and was like you need to do this now I'll tell you I was yeah. like well I appreciate that, so, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah so you know it's I've never had to do it before I've never had a dog as yeah. an adult so I was just like it's one of the things you don't think about when you adopt a dog and yeah. it's not you know and it's different like it's literally the only thing I think about when it comes to maybe getting an animal right is yeah is like oh let you got to deal with that right well because at least as or at least but like, that's I, how I that's how I sell it to my daughter too I was like that dog's gonna die right and you're gonna have to deal with it yeah <laughs> that sounds like a great conversation to have with a four year old um, yeah well no I mean it's honestly that's yeah. that's I think how a lot of children first experience sure. death in their life yeah. but yeah, at least as a parent, like, knock on wood, most parents don't see their own children die. Mm. So, you know, hopefully your kids outlive you, so you don't have to think about that. But, you know, with an animal, it's the dogs and cats, they get a finite... Uh, I'm such a dick, though, because I look at my cat almost every day, and I'm like, wish it was you. I hate, <laughs> I, I hate my cat. But more importantly, my cat hates me. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's like a, a good match. Mm-hmm. A good match. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you a complete non sequitur. Okay. Was, so, so New Nord only has the one song up right now. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Is there... Is the ACDC reference in it intentional? Oh, whoa. I'm, I'm judging by your face that, no, I was listening. I'm trying uh, really hard not to think about, you know, too deep into what I'm writing. Sure. No, and it's... Or, it's, it's or a, I, I thought about, like, just coming straight out and saying, like, these are probably all songs that exist elsewhere. I'm just, like, tired of, like, thinking it might sound like something else and then not. It doesn't sound like it. What the hell is it then? And I listened to it early, early this morning. And, uh, I mean, I listened to it before, but one of the lyrics, I don't remember your exact phrasing, but it's, there's a line in You Shook Me All Night Long, says... She told me to come, but I was already there. Oh, and yeah. You, yeah, and I was just like, huh. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember Ryan that being was, a big ACDC I, I, fan. I am. But. Uh, that was not intentional. That was fun. And uh, was not supposed to have that second meaning. Honestly, that was the third one. No, I, and I, well, uh, I didn't uh, take it yeah. that way from you. So I was just like, I um, think this is meant that way, but. that was It was a throwaway. Right. And I just, like, at some point, you just got to start. I mean, I think I've just got to start making shit and putting shit out yeah. and having it be what it is. That's a great song. Just to sit on stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, just I really enjoyed it. Just sitting on, on yeah. songs. You must be the one listen that from Bandcamp. Oh, come on now. I'm not kidding. I'll show you the chart. <laughs> Why? Was it SoundCloud that I heard it on? Oh, okay. And it's not... Um, is it... Is it self-released or did Mint 400 do it? Who's, it's who's, self-released. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I know because I, I looked for it on Amazon after that, and I was like, it's not on here. But because yeah. I actually like when I because I'm the not only do I still buy physical releases, but I yeah. uh, I, I, I buy like digital tracks. Like I don't do Spotify and stuff like okay. that. But sometimes it's the only way to hear yeah. stuff now. So yeah. I was trying to find it and I was like, ah, and I don't do, I don't do iTunes. Uh, I mean, I have an iTunes account cause sometimes they do exclusive yeah. things there. So, but 
because when I had the record store, yeah. I would order stuff for people all the time. Because a lot of times yeah. it was cheaper for me to get it from Amazon than from yeah. the distributor. Yeah. And what I didn't know was every time you buy like a CD from Amazon, it gives you the digital tracks for free. So like yeah. when I pulled up like my Amazon Music account, which I didn't even know I had yeah. in like five years, I had like. 20,000 songs in there and I was like what? It was like everything that I bought yeah. and I immediately like 80% of it got rid of it because it was mostly like you know Gretchen Wilson and stuff like that that people had me order yeah. for them. Yeah. I was like I don't want this on my right. computer but um, and it's of all the things you don't want on your computer Gretchen Wilson was that, that would be one of them but right. it was well it's interesting because I got turned on to some stuff that I never would have checked out otherwise like sure. uh, Jamie Johnson he's a country singer yeah, yeah. but like more like kind of like a gritty yeah. type of thing and he, um, like I was more kind of first aware of the guy who's pissed that Chris Stapleton exists right yeah yeah, yeah. he's like damn it he's doing what I'm doing but he's famous um, yeah. but I found like a loophole a lot of times where like if an album comes out digitally it's like nine ninety nine, but if it's like an older album sometimes the CD's like seven fifty. Yeah. and I have Amazon Prime with free shipping so yeah. I'll order it and then I get the, the digital download for, for yeah. free for two, you know a buck fifty more yeah. so I just take the CD and then sell it to Bull Moose so I'm just like <laughs> alright because a lot of times I see what you're doing yeah, it's, it's, yeah I'm, 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 I'm cornering the market on the hood yeah. you a lot of Unopened music you're selling back to Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it was interesting because I've been downsizing a lot of my collections this year. Yeah, it, it wouldn't show following me on No, but it's, I mean, it's insane. Like, so when I did Are my, you melting the CDs down into action figures? Yes, like, yes, that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, it, it works out great. Yeah, I'm just repurposing the plastic. Um, no, it was, well, and for a long time... I was just like, so when I came back from my trip two years ago, yeah. I was like, all right, I got to get rid of 500 CDs because I had put everything in storage when yeah. I went on the trip. And I was like, it's fucking expensive to store shit. Yeah. And I, but then after two years, a lot of them, because I just pulled all my stuff out of storage this summer. Yeah. I was like, okay, most of the stuff's been in here for two years. Clearly, I don't care that much about it. Yeah. Time to get rid of some of it. Um, but I got rid of like a ton of DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that, and it was it was interesting and it was funny. But I also thought it was like genuinely like sweet. One of the guys who worked at Bull Moose one day, you know, I had like probably like fifty yeah. Blu-rays. He's like, "Oh, you got a lot of really good stuff here." I'm like, "Yeah." But he's like, "Can I talk to you over here for a second? Like, took me over yeah. by the vault. He's like, "Everything okay?" Yeah. I was like, what? He's like, well, I know you're like big into your collections. You come in here all the time and you're, you've been getting rid of a lot of stuff. Like, are you feeling okay? I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I was like, no, I'm feeling great, actually. I yeah. was like, I really, and I could tell that he like felt like awkward, like yeah. asking, but it was just like, I was like, well, it's really sweet that That's he was like pretty concerned. cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially because yeah. he's a younger guy. So yeah. he, I'm sure he's like, I feel really weird about asking this dude yeah. this, but. So I was just like, no, I'm just, I was like, I have too much shit. I yeah. need to get rid of something. Yeah. And it's like a really freeing feeling, too. It so is. Oh, yeah. And it's funny, because I know if anyone came over to my house, they'd be like, wait, you've gotten rid of stuff? I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like <laughs> getting back to, you know, we both, we're both big guys. Right. We both like to eat. Right. It's kind of like when you when you weighed like 
40 pounds more than you do now, but you weigh 60 pounds more than the last time some person yeah. saw you. Right. So you lost, you lose a bunch of weight, yeah, right. but you still look big. Right. Like, are you everything okay? Like, no, things are great. Like, yeah, yeah. That was no, actually I actually terrible. feel awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had, uh, it's funny because <laughs> the interesting thing is, like, I've run into some people, um, so, like, I saw Stu uh, yeah. uh, at, uh, where I work, yeah. um, maybe like two months ago, and like I don't know Stu super well, yeah. but I know him like through my brother and yeah. stuff like that. But I had because I was just to tie it all back together. I had just seen the minor scale play at the St. Clair in Boston the yeah. night before, yeah. and you were wearing uh, a um, wizard a wizard yeah. t shirt. So he came up and he's like, I was like, hey man, what's going on? We're talking. I was in the little demo station, yeah. so I was kind of you know behind the bulletproof glass and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just saw the minus scale at Sinclair last night. He's like, oh, yeah? And I was like, Ryan was wearing a Wizard-ass shirt. He's like, oh, that's awesome. And then he looks at me for a second. He's like, you're Chris's brother, aren't you? And I was like, and I was like, yeah. And I was like, at first, I was like, oh, that's weird. That It took him a second. And then I was like, oh, I probably look a lot different. Than, I yeah. mean, he also probably didn't have the context that I worked there. Yeah. So, yeah. but, and I had a similar thing happen so I went and saw Caven play three nights in Boston. Okay. They had a different opener each night. Yeah. And and I'm apologizing in advance now, Evan, because I can't remember the name of your band. But there was a there was a new band that I wasn't familiar with the name at oh. all. But Evan Kenny's yeah. new band. Uh, and they were great. But afterwards, you know, and it was dark. And I, like, ran up, and I was like, dude! And he, like, jumped back. It's a two-syllable word followed yeah. by a one-syllable yeah. word. Yeah. I'm going to be stuck on that now. Um, we should probably turn this off and figure it out. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll look it up and say it in the intro so I can apologize before I apologize. But <laughs> but I didn't know it was his band. I didn't know. Yeah. And also, congratulations, because they just had a baby. Oh, congrats. Um, That's awesome. But uh, I was like, hey, man. He's like, oh. And then, like, he paused for a second, and then he's like, Oh, and like he gave me a hug, and then he's like, I didn't, he's like, I haven't seen you. Yeah. And he's like, What's it been, like five years? And I was just like, No, because you, you played at my 40th, I was like, like three and a half. Yeah. And he's like, I, like, he, didn't, he hadn't recognized me. Yeah. So I was just like, All right, that's. Now, at your 40th, did Red, Red Yellow Bear? No, uh, it was. God, fucking memory again. No, it was. Because it was his, it's his band that he had with Jesse. Uh, yeah. Oh god, I'm sucking real bad right now. His memory is gone. No, it. Um, and it wasn't Bodega Girls because yeah. that was his project that he had with Adam from Caven. Okay. Uh, no, it was. It's another like two word name. Motley Crew, I think they were called. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sounds about right. But yeah, it was, uh, it's been interesting. But then I, I have seen like people that I see like on a fairly regular basis and someone will like make a comment. They're like, oh yeah, you look great. And they're like, you're still fat. <laughs> Just like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for keeping me grounded. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys played here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Was yeah. that was that the first live yeah, iteration? I, I did some of it by myself down in uh, down in Jersey, down in Jersey. Before, yeah, yeah. For the, that indie band thing. Um, How, yeah, tell me, so tell me a little bit about that since I couldn't go. Neil, uh, 
knocked it out of the park. Man. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the Neil Sabatino uh, curated it, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it was uh, 30, ended up being 30, 32 bands mm-hmm. from 11 a.m. to like, 5 or 6. Nice. And it, it was smooth. Nope. How many different performance spaces or just one? It was three spaces. Okay. So, you know, you, you walk into pet shop and there was like a, a corner in the window they had an acoustic thing set up mm-hmm. they had uh, the big room in the back was another area and then uh, the wine bar downstairs was another setup. so they, he worked it out timed it so that there was only only one moment when uh, a band started while the acoustic stage is still going nice and otherwise it was you stopped here and they started back there right they could go the whole time downstairs you didn't hear anything right it was awesome right so yeah um, so we did some minor scale stuff there and uh, some of the new Nord nice new new Nord stuff I gotta yeah. think of it I don't know about the name man but. well I mean it's out there now so you gotta uh... <laughs> but um but yeah so that was that was good uh Get to hang out with AJ Neal and Jamie yeah. all day. And oh, sorry, AJ came too? Yep. Did he play with you at all? No. Okay. No. Uh, did Ultra Major play? They did not. Okay. They did not. Um, that would have been great. Fairmont played though, right? Fairmont did not play. Really? No. Huh. I can't imagine, I can't imagine Neal having to play that day. Sure. Everything he was doing logistically. Well, I just um, remember when I did those two, the 39th and the 40th birthday shows, like, yeah doing stand-up between them was like very very nerve-wracking and that's nothing compared to like yeah. playing in a band yeah yeah so but yeah he, he nailed it I think I think it's gonna happen again next year which is right uh, I'll definitely still have me yeah Neil yeah, yeah. Uh, I still need to get Neil on this podcast yeah but. Well, that would have been a good time to well, actually cool. it would have been a terrible time to do it oh yeah I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure but it would actually maybe I'll uh Maybe I'll I'll get it uh, ahead of the second annual. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. It was. Was it? it great. What was it? Mid four hundred. Uh, Mid four hundred. Um, Pyrrhic victory, and uh, I think three one four three artists were all sponsors or producers. Yeah, or and there was uh, a radio station and a website that I'm forgetting now. Hmm. Um, which is not great. But, I don't know. So, well, I just feel yeah. good that we're both forgetting stuff now. <laughs> Man, it's uh, it's pretty bad. Memory's a weird thing. Yeah. So I have a I have a woman who's in her probably mid sixties that I work with. Yeah. And her name's Linda. Uh-huh. And there's a younger woman. So I'm in charge of ordering the supplies for I. Yeah. So I order the shirts for the crew as well, like yeah. the t-shirts and stuff, and so this, the younger woman, whose name is Esther, yeah. is like, hey, can you order me shirts in this yeah. size? I was like, yeah, yeah, So I order them, they come in on the truck the next day, and I, I have a list of the shirts that I order so I can yeah. put people's names on them so they don't just disappear. Yeah. So I see Esther, I write it on the shirts, and then I see Linda, the older woman, and I was like... Hey Esther, your shirts are in, and she just looks at me and she laughs. She's like, "You're funny." And I was like, "No, seriously, you asked me to order shirts, yeah. Esther." And she's like, "I didn't ask you to order me any shirts, and you know that's not my name." And I was like, "And I was like, I wasn't trying to be oh, yeah. funny. It was, oh, yeah. 
and I was trying to figure it out because I like apologized and then I did it to her the next day too like just I was like hey Esther and then she's just like she's like oh you're a real cut up Scott and then I was like whoops and I was I was like I was trying to think about it and part of it was I did get a concussion a couple couple months ago okay uh, but I was like I also when I used to work at Best Buy I worked with a woman who at the time was the same age that this Linda woman is now. Yeah. Same build and even similar disposition. And yeah. her name was Esther. Okay. So I was just like, oh, I was just like, you know, brain going back to the factory settings or yeah. whatever. It's just like, oh. <laughs> but also like yeah. Esther to me is always in my mind has always been an old older lady's yeah. name, not a not a like thirty year old woman's name. Right. So I was just like, oh that's that's what happened. But yeah. I was just like Ooh. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Memory almost full. The wires getting crossed. Well, I also feel like every time a new piece of information, like I don't know, it's like a cup that's full to the brim, and every time you pour a little more, some other stuff spills out. Yeah, just like I've got the new stuff in here, but I just lost some stuff that I need. Right, but you don't get to choose which stuff. No, yeah, no, that just disappears. You're like, oh, this is gone now. Yeah. 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 So, uh, food tracking. Yeah. I was dying to talk to you about that. Yeah. Uh, on our drive. Are you doing it too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, during the week. I've got a, yeah. So I've got, I've actually got a, I've got an app on my phone. Okay. Uh, which, uh, it's the OA app, the Overeaters Anonymous thing, but yeah, I track. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, oh. which I never would have. It, so it was interesting. Um, I'm putting that on the thing right now. Yeah. Is that um, cool? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I changed. So basically, this time last year, I had gotten to the point where I was just like, my mobility wasn't where I wanted it to be. Yep. Um, you know, my job is surprisingly a pretty physical job. So I was feeling terrible every morning after work, but yeah. just wrecked and like my joints were aching and I was like, not feeling great about, it wasn't even so much how I looked. It was more just how I felt. Um, and, uh, so I have two friends who are nutritionists and I talked to both of them and I was like, because I've always been able to like drop like 15 to 20 pounds, Same. Yeah. And, but it's keeping it off long term. And yeah. also like every time I would gain weight, it would be like, you lose 15 pounds, you gain back 20, you know? Yeah. And this was like, I'm getting older. So I was just like, it, it was a lot of things. It was also, you know, my uncle died very suddenly a year and a half ago. He had a heart attack. Yeah. He was 65, which yeah. is not old. And right. he wasn't as heavy as I was yeah. and um, you know it was it was that it was his death uh, a, a good friend of mine her father who had had a long battle with yeah. pancreatic cancer died but yeah. then also Caleb Schofield's death it was all in one week oh, yeah. it yeah. was six days so it really I was just like alright we don't know how much time we have you yeah. know because Caleb's four years younger than me yeah um and obviously his, his death wasn't a health related thing but at yeah. the same time I'm just like alright if I'm lucky if I take care of myself maybe I got 40 years left maybe yeah. but again you don't know so I was like I gotta I wanna make the most of it now yeah. so I was like I need to make some changes and so we came up with this plan that was like it was a lot of stuff but it was a little at a time because yeah, we yeah. knew yeah, yeah, if you did yeah. it all at once yep. I wouldn't stick with it so the first thing was just cutting out flour and sugar 
Okay. Uh, I can have honey, and I can have, like, fruit and stuff like that, but any added sugar. Yeah. No. Um, and I was for a, it was interesting because I was for a while like okay when you hit ten pounds you can have like a cheat and I didn't I don't like using the word cheat because yeah. it's like it's my yeah, decision it's yeah. and it's and I'm only like I don't know like we we in particularly in this country I feel like we have such a weird. There's, there's there's a there's like a psychic price tag attached to food, yeah, which sure. I mean, just even like uh, I, I I was thinking about this yesterday when I was bagging some stuff and I was running stuff like re- reduced guilt chips and I was just like, why is the word guilt mm-hmm. attached to it? Because it's like yeah. it's throwing a negative thing on there. And, you know, plenty of people would be like, well, potato chips are not great for you. I'm like, well, in moderation. Yeah. They're fine, and yeah. that's there's so many things. But but I was just like, all right, I'm not calling it a cheat day because it's a choice that I was making. I yeah. was like, all right, it's like this is what I'm going to reward myself with. But it got to the point by the summer that the more like any time I would do that, like yeah. I would feel like shit the next day. Yeah. And I was like, it's really not to me. It wasn't worth just the minor like the you know the very fleeting like joy of mm-hmm. oh this is good. But then I also like. I would also start writing down like how I was feeling with this stuff, and I was That's just a like, thing, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, now it's." I was like, "I'm actually not enjoying the like the taste." When I mean, I am, but actually, it's not 100 percent true because, like, I, so I live right down the street from Lagos yeah. ice cream, which always been a ice cream nut loved it but yeah. I cut it out this year and I've had ice cream twice this year and it's one of the best ice cream places yeah and the seacoast yeah if you know someone argued the best got an ice cream cone didn't enjoy it at all and it's not that's not and then you know a, yeah. a scathing indictment of Lagos at all I was yeah. just like I've cut it out of my system so much yeah. that I was yeah, just like it, like it was just I was like it's creamy much. it's sweet but I don't like I'm yeah. not into this and I yeah. was like this is like a muscle memory thing of oh I've always yeah. done this this is what I've done yeah. to make myself feel good and then but and also I do intermittent fasting so I don't eat from 7 to 7 yeah. uh, but all this really changed how I thought about food particularly in the 12 hours where I wasn't eating because yeah. I'd be like I want to eat and I'm like I'm not hungry it's I'm Just bored gonna eat, yeah. I'm down I'm whatever yeah. so it got me thinking about like my relationship with food and then I was like, oh, that's not how normal people look at food. And I never would have, like, because I never really, I never considered myself an overeater. Um, there were certainly, there would be times where I'd be like, oh, yeah, I want more of this. But it was also, you know, like, you know, as the, t- talking about the collections earlier, yeah. you know, um, uh, moderation's never been my strong suit with yeah. anything. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, where's that come from? And it got me spending a lot of time thinking about it. And then lucky for me, there's a guy that I work with who has different but also similar issues with food. And he's just like, oh, yeah, I've been going to these meetings for a while. You know, you want to come check it out. So yeah, I ch- luckily I went to a few before I could go to the ones that he was going to because scheduling wise I couldn't go yeah. to the regular one that he went to. But in the ones that I was going to, it was mostly middle aged women, which yeah. is is fine. But yeah. I couldn't necessarily relate to their struggles or their their yeah. coping skills. But 
So I go to a men's meeting yeah. uh, once a week that my coworker uh, goes to as well, and that's been it's, it's been it's been helpful because like I've been able to like. I don't know, like what most addicts would describe yeah. as like white knuckling it, where like I've been able to maintain what I'm doing, but there are like moments, not every day, but you know, like every couple of days where I'm like, fuck, I just want to do yeah. this. Just yeah, I just want to eat a whole pizza. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's like getting, you know, a talking to someone who can relate to it, yeah. but also can like let you talk it out. And like, cause usually like once the, the desire to do it is, is verbalized you can see how like insane it is and usually it dissipates or whatnot but yeah it's been it's been super helpful i went on that same same path like going going for your annual right yeah and uh so i went for for that appointment and uh talked about that yeah that it's like spending and eating are the two things that i can't get enough of yep but I only have a limited amount of money right and the money is going to food a lot of the time right sure. so uh, she was like well you know maybe you should consider counseling of some kind right yeah and she's like and look at it look at specifically addiction counselors yeah for food yeah it's like you know, the thing with alcohol and, and drugs is that the the goal is to stop the the the, the to get better, it's to not to abstain completely. Abstain right. completely, yeah. and right? you can't do that with food because you, you got to live because you die. Right. Yeah. So there's this like weird. It's a razor's edge that you have to walk every day. Yeah. Really, yeah. Um, it's been. But it's also it's like it's just eating, right? right? So like no, you don't really think about it. I, I, I'm very interested in this. Well, it's uh, well, it's interesting too. And the the last meeting that I was at, you know, the men's meeting, we were talking about because. There's, there's almost a weird badge of honor with being a sober alcoholic, being a sober drug addict. There's yeah. like, I'm doing real work. Yeah. Whereas if you're, um, particularly with men, if you're a guy yeah. and you struggle with food addiction, it's because like culturally, it's really been looked at as a woman's mm-hmm. thing, which is, you know, and, and, and not to go too far down this road but it's like it has so much to do with culturally mm-hmm. how misogynistic we've been like both of our entire yeah. lifetimes and going back before either of yeah. us were on this planet but yeah. it's also because men are supposed to be tough and uh, yeah. admitting that you are powerless which is the whole 12 step sure. program yeah. like that, like that's unmasculine and, and, but I think society can get their brains around Oh well, alcohol—it's you know—and drugs. There, it's a chemical thing yeah. where they're just like, no, just have some willpower, dude. And you're like, yeah. well, it's more than that. It is sure. chemicals in your brain. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, it's been interesting, you know, because it's you know guys from different walks of life, but we're all just kind of like, yeah. yeah, it's not a, yeah. it's not a super macho thing to do, but yeah. right. the, I don't know, like, not not getting better, not taking steps to be better. But when you're trying to eat better for right. yourself and you're out somewhere yeah. and you're a big guy right. Right? we're big guys right. everyone's like I don't know man here's that last piece of cake you finish you're, right. come on man yeah. like yeah. no, <laughs> if you were recovering alcoholic right. or addict no one's gonna say just, like, just take the last pull I, I on can't, this bottle. I can't finish this beer you finish it yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no one does that right Right. so yeah that's 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 a tricky thing yeah I had a, so so this was the first 
like, so we just had Thanksgiving. This was the first, like, holiday that I, you know, family-oriented holiday that's also a food-related. I mean, I'd say more than any holiday, Thanksgiving is first and foremost about the food. Yeah. Um, and so, and I hadn't even thought about it, before, but luckily I had a meeting a week beforehand yes. and it came up and it was like, you know, you got to do your food plan beforehand. And I was like, I hadn't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. So and not just what am I going to eat, but also knowing that like stress mm-hmm. and, um, emotions trigger me being like, I'm just going to. Yeah. I'm going to zone out for yeah. a minute because I'm very much a food addict as far as like, I don't, I'm not happy with my life right now. I, I'm not happy with the situation I'm in. I yeah. need something and zone out yeah. for 15 seconds, yeah. 30 seconds, whatever. Um, but also the flip side, Hey, my life's going great. I deserve this. I'm going to, you Same know what thing. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I brought my own food beforehand. Uh, yeah. Not so much because I, didn't think I wasn't going to have stuff that I could eat there. I mean, it turns out there really wasn't anything I could eat yeah. there, but, um, and so I had an, not terrible, but somewhat awkward conversation yeah. with my mom there. Cause she's like, you brought food. I was like, yep. She's like, we have plenty of food. I was like, I understand, but you know, I'm going to these meetings and yeah. you know, this yeah. is my food plan. And you know, I started talking about my sponsor and she's like, well, text your sponsor and ask if you can have the... I was like, it doesn't work that way. I was like, I'm an adult. I can decide what yeah. I eat. I was like, but... The sponsor is there when you're ready to eat that third slice yeah. of pumpkin pie. Right. And I was just like... <laughs> but it, it, yeah. And then it also turned out... I was like, oh, what's this dish? And they're like, oh, it's Brussels sprouts and just olive oil. I'm like, well, there's... What's this? And they're like, oh, those are peanuts on there. I'm like, cool. I'm allergic to peanuts. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, just pick them off. I'm like, not how allergies work. That's not how <laughs> yeah. allergies work. And yeah. I was like, but. And, and, and that, but that's the thing, though. It's yeah. like you, you, didn't, you didn't send a list of no. issues to the No, to the I was host. just like, I'll bring my own food. And it's still an issue. Right. Well, and it's. We put so much focus on the, the food and the stuff right we're not really thinking about like why does all that have to be so closely tied to being with loved ones right right like well it's interesting too because um you know this year has been great as far as like all the changes i've made and i've had so many people be supportive and encouraging and like continuously which is like you know it's great when someone's like hey you look good or whatnot but like can, you know, I, I can just I can think of half a dozen people off the top of my head who like check in with me on a regular basis yeah. and are just like, hey, it's I really like seeing that you're doing X, Y, and yeah. Z, and like it's it's incredibly helpful. Yeah. Um, and but whenever you make big changes, or at least my experience has been when I've made big changes in my life that have been for the positive for me the biggest pushback I usually get is from family yeah so and yeah. you know talking to a lot of people with different addictions uh, you hear that a lot even people you know using hard drugs or alcohol yeah okay I'm now setting up boundaries in my life that I need in order right. to maintain this if you're like well that's let's not go crazy with these boundaries there, yeah. but no, those are important to set in place yep yeah absolutely because a lot of times the addictive behavior our brain has created them to handle the stuff yep. that the boundary is now protecting you yeah. from so you know I, I'm finding that um, something I enjoy doing yeah. is 
heading out to the store, getting three boxes of Good and Plenty. Yep. It's my favorite candy. Yep. All right. That's a little, is it like licorice? They're, they're, they're the crystal purple with, and with white. With candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And going home, putting on something on yeah. Netflix or whatever, right. and just eating a box of those. And since they're three for three dollars, maybe having a second bite, like, and just going through that. Sure. So one of the things I'm finding is that if I'm replacing that um, that behavior, that sitting and doing nothing but watching TV, and eating. Right. With, if I'm sitting in front of my computer doing music. I'm occupied in a way that doesn't require me to. I don't even think about eating when I'm doing something because well, you're like that. actively participating rather than just being a spectator, right? Yeah. yeah. So and I, and that's a relatively new realization. To me, like, huh? If I go downstairs, even if I'm not productive, even if I'm just making noise, right? I'm still not doing that thing, right? And that's like a thousand calories I didn't just consume before bed, right? So that's. That's. I realize that now. Yeah. Now I just need to be consistent. Sure. You know. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's you can control it. Yeah. You can control it. like you know what you I I can control that I've made the decision to eat a whole pizza today. Right. I keep going back to that. that yeah. That's the thing I like to do. Sure. Just order that. Right. Say I'm gonna eat half, but eat the whole thing. Right. That's how I jam. Right? I it's. Um, Pizza for me was the same thing because I'd get it and then you'd be like, you know, you got you got eight slices. So yeah. like the first two are gone without even thinking about it. And you're like while you're plating the other two. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, all right, here goes three. I'm gonna kinda take yeah. my time, enjoy this one. And you're like, that was really good. Yeah. Here's the fourth one, because it's it's gonna be just like that third one. And yeah. then you're like, all right, you have half a pizza, this is good for tomorrow, and then you're like and that fourth one was really good. I'm just going to... It's like... There's one... If, if that fourth one was good... Yeah. The only thing that could be better than that fourth one is four more of that. Right. Well, for me, it would always be like, I have the fifth one and be like... Then I look at it, I'm like, so that's left less than half a pizza. Why save that? Just... Yeah. You know, and I'd even get to the point where the last two, I'm like, I'm not even enjoying this, but what? Like, now I'm embarrassed that it's I've like, eaten... I don't... Yep. I'm like, now just get, eat all of it and get rid of the or, You know what? I'm going to start fresh tomorrow... And and I can't start fresh if there's two slices of pizza yeah. left in the fridge. I'm going to eat it all now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the last thing, it was actually my last, you know, I say I don't call them cheat days, but I don't know what else to call it. So I had done, I had a, a friend who's from here but lives out in California now. And she yeah. was she was out here for the summer, and or not, not for the summer, but during the summer yeah. she was out here. And we hiked Mount Manhattan. And... It's great, and it was—I mean—kicked my ass. And yep. you know, you know, she's a hundred and thirty pounds lighter than I am, yeah. too. And it kicked her ass too. Yeah. To be fair, she's also a smoker, so you okay, know, whatever. Yeah. But you know, we were like pouring sweat, and it, it was a great workout. But I had already like two days before I had reached like a weight goal. So yeah. my favorite pie in the world is key lime pie and it's so good it's so good um yeah and the place that i work has key lime pie uh-huh. but they only have it for like is three it pie weeks. guys key lime pie or is it is no it's their well i don't know who makes it because okay. they don't actually uh and you'll yeah. know some skirting around it because I, I i found out about six months ago that i can actually get in trouble if i make a reference to the fact of where i work so okay anyone who knows me knows where i work yeah. but yeah. um so when they had it 
I was told, you know, if you want one, grab it now. And I was like, well, I can't eat it now, but I'm going to get, so I, it was in my freezer for a month. Yeah. And what I actually did to like control myself was write the goal weight on the box yeah. where you would open it. So like, I'd look at it every yeah. once in a while and be like, all right, I have to hit that goal. But so anyways, yeah. my plan was, I was like, all right, I'm going to eat a quarter, like I'm going to have a quarter piece of yeah. that pie. So after we did the hike, had a great day, was feeling yeah. awesome. Got home and I was like, I'm going to enjoy this. And I ate the quarter piece and I was just like, this really, it's its very, very rich. Yeah. But like almost too rich. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh, I think I don't crave key lime pie anymore. And I was like, well, just to be sure, I'm going to eat this whole goddamn thing. Because that was the thing. I was yeah. like, I was like, well, if I leave it in here. I'm going to still look forward to something that I don't like. And this was like sound logic in my yeah. head. I was like, I'm just going to eat the whole thing. You yeah. Know? Uh, that way I'll be done with it. And like, and I, I felt horrible the next day. Yeah. Like I felt hung over from yeah. all that sugar sure. and also the flour. Um, still surprised that when I weighed myself the next morning, I was still two and a half pounds down from where I was yeah. the day before. Cause you know, I sweat out so sure. much that day, but I was like, and I thought about it for weeks and weeks afterwards, and I was just like, that was a weird thing to do. I was yeah. like, I don't like, like, I didn't physically like how I felt afterwards, but I was like, I don't like how I feel in my head thinking about that. I was like, yeah, that's that's yeah. not normal. You know, and I had even told a couple people, ah, oh, this is what I did, and they're like, they were looking at me kind of like cross-eyed, like, that's weird, and they're like, oh. Now I get how you're, you know, yeah. you were got to 330 yeah. pounds. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to maybe look at that and yeah. figure that out. And that was when I was like, yeah, I don't really like need to have these little cheats or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, it's funny too, because like now I just look at stuff <coughs> food wise, it's presented to me. And I was like, all right, is there stuff in it that I can have? Mm-hmm. Or more importantly, is there stuff in it that I can't have? If it is, no, I just don't do it. Because yeah. I was having issues with um, flour anyways, where yeah. it was just, like, really upsetting my stomach. And I found, like, if I had cut I had cut it way back anyways, and yeah. then, like, you know, maybe twice a month I would have, like, pasta or whatnot. And I'd love it, but I'd still, for the next day and a half, I'd walk around just feeling like I had a bowling ball in my stomach. Yeah. And I was just like, huh. Yeah, maybe it's not really worth it. So it wasn't that difficult to cut flour out. But it's also like, I don't know, just kind of looking at stuff and being like, is this something I can have? Yeah, I'm I'm really focusing. So through work, we've got this, I don't know, I qualified for some, you can lose some weight yeah. kind of programs where they like pay you if you hit like 17, if you right lose on. 17% of your, sure. so yeah, so really into that, uh, getting paid for stuff. Um but it's been it's been awesome yeah and that it's I don't track within there but I'll, I'll track in another app and uh, I'm just focusing on the calories in versus calories out nothing specific sure but I'm starting to realize like huh there are some choices I'm making I'm still hitting the the calorie goal every yeah. day I feel okay but there are points in the day where I'm hungry is it a timing thing or is it what I'm eating I'm like, sure. oh, I'm like oh, I don't eat fruits and vegetables that's right. I should probably start right. adding spinach to something sure um, so yeah I'm not like totally restricting stuff yet I'm just restricting balance sure and, sure uh, that's, and it's different for everyone too yeah yeah. yeah. but now, now I'm at a point where it's like okay like I, I, I lost you know you lose that first bit 
Yeah. Like, all right, well, it's working. Right. Well, the holidays hit, and I did not do any of the preparing for it. I just right. said, you know what? Um, I'm just going with it this year. Like, yeah. I'm not doing the daily weigh-in. I'm not doing any of this stuff. And uh, I feel like hell. Yeah. I feel crappy. Yeah. And bummed out and not in a good mood. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like... I'm looking forward to getting back on track. Sure. But, like, why couldn't I have started that yesterday? I've been feeling this way since Friday. Sure. Why am I not just... The way that... I mean, I total, I can totally relate to that. But the biggest thing and like... It's a... You know... If you were to ask Joe Schmall on the street, be like, tell me about 12 Steps or, you know, tell me yeah. about Alcoholics Anonymous because that's yeah. usually the... Yeah. step program that most people know and OA uses the, the big book from Alcoholics Anonymous anyways they just yeah. modified for that okay you're like tell me one thing that people like get out of that and they'll say one day at a time which is like yeah. you know becomes such a cliche but the way I like like really look at it is like alright because I mess up and disappoint myself all the time but I'm yeah. like alright Tomorrow is a brand new day, and I just like I don't have to look forward to being like I mean it's good to be mindful of okay Christmas is coming up you know when that gets closer I'm going to plan yeah. on it but I don't have to worry about Christmas today I just yeah. have to worry about Sunday and what I'm going to do today yeah. and then like at the end of the day I'm be like cool I I accomplished this this and this you know this was a struggle yeah you know this is this is what I would do differently with that and then like just kind of like reflect on it. Um, and it's not even just for the food thing because that's like because it's been t- I've noticed that like it ties into so much more of my other behavior yeah. too because I found that like like at work like because I was always the you know super sarcastic ridiculous jokey yep. guy um, not just at work but in my you know in my in, in, yeah. in my own life too you know certainly when you and I first met oh, yeah. yeah and part of that was like and I you know and I've known this for a while and you know I've been I've been in therapy for a couple of years yeah. but it was just like because I was a very quiet very shy kid growing up yeah. and t- to a large extent I still am but like yeah. people are like I, I don't believe that and I'm just like I've just found ways to Deal, exist yeah. in the world yeah. with it but I the I was doing myself a disservice because a lot of times like that's the only <laughs> part of myself that people knew yeah. and then when they started to get to know me like the other aspect they're like oh this is a this dude's kind of a bummer this you know <laughs> and I'm just like well you know that's just as yeah. you know I mean and that's not the only thing that people said but you know as I've gotten older I've gotten also better at being more honest with who I am so attracting people who are who appreciate me for yeah. for myself right. you know but the daily reflection like i can be like yeah i did this this and this and also i didn't like how this interaction with this person went and my behavior and this could have been yeah. better and i'm like oh it's a lot of it's tied together yeah so you know it's it, but at the end of the day it's just like all right cool tomorrow i'm gonna try it again yeah so yeah it's really is just totally because you 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 think I just I just ate all that or I just did all of that right like you think it's gonna have an immediate impact right and you step on and it's no, it's not that bad right I, it's okay I yeah I didn't lose that much ground so. yeah yeah and it's yeah it's 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 the cumulative behavior over time but also the the positive result is cumulative over yeah. time too so it's yeah I mean I want to refill this yeah is that cool all right yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah the, the food thing is, is tough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a, it's a struggle. And do you, and have you, you you never really think about it as right? Like oh, there's this is deep. There's more deep seated stuff here than. Oh know. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting too because like what you were saying about like it's different than say drugs and alcohol because like once you have some sobriety with that, from from what I've been told is it gets easier and easier to yeah. not have that desire to have sure. a drink and but where with food you have to eat every day so every day whenever I wake up I'm like alright what's my plan for food for the day and yeah. what are my obstacles that I know about yep. and then how am I going to handle the ones that I don't plan for yeah so I, I, I benefit from a reg, pretty regular schedule yeah. Monday through Friday right so that like I know what I'm gonna eat. I don't eat anything interesting, right. you know, lunch and um, you know, breakfast and lunch and snack, right? Yep. I was having issues with dinner, like uh, dinner to bedtime, right? All right, I'm trying to call that with being yeah. trying to be creative again and do stuff, and uh, but the weekends are just uh, okay. Let's Free try. Let's yeah. try to maintain this because yeah. I'm not out of the house by yeah. X. And, yeah. So, I don't know, maybe it's trying to recreate a weekly routine. Right. A week. I, it, it's amazing how much of it is routine-based. It's just easier to get that thing at the store. It's easier to, to right. do this. A lot of it's budgeting, too, man. Yeah, sure. Because, like, I mean, the calories are like dollars, right? right. Like, you have a, a limited amount. You can, For sure. For yeah, sure. And I have that same issue. It's like where, you know... We're, we're getting back on track, you know, financially. We, we bought a house too right. too soon, right? right? But it was a good time to do it, so, right. um, you know, we catch up. But it's like looking at, I've sold a bunch of gear that, like, I don't need. I'm not using it. Like, right. let's just put this towards something better. Like, just the other day, it's like, huh. Well, there's a little bit of room I could get. Like, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Like, delete all the apps. Like, right. get out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I. Uh, it becomes really easy to go, well, it's only $4 a month for four years. Right, right. <laughs> Man, I had to, what's, what's funny, yeah. one of the most ridiculous things, and it's funny because my. The, the comedy podcast the news of our yeah. demise which is most ridiculous like through that I was actually able to like realize that I was like one of the things that I was spending a bunch of money on I just had one of those little uh, one of those pickup games on my phone the yeah. uh, um, oh, Farm Heroes Saga which is okay. it's like Pet Rescue or whatever yeah but it has like the microtransactions, so like, oh, you're, you've been doing this level for a while. Yeah. Ninety nine cents, you can get these extra whatever to get yeah. the level. And I was like, oh, cool, I'll do that. And then like, not think much about it. And then I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, in a week, I'm dropping like twelve or thirteen bucks on. Yeah. And I was like, you know, over the course of a month, it was like, it's like almost like fifty bucks. Yeah. It's like, and I don't even give a shit about this. It's just not like being so terrified of letting my mind. Yeah. be alone with itself oh, so I was like God. I'll take yes. out the phone and yes. do this yes. for a while yeah. so I was just like I and because it was someone who had a different game but it was like a it was like a solitaire game or something like that who racked up like $50,000 worth of debt because of it and you know my co-host was like you know making fun of it how ridiculous it was and yeah. I was like 
Yeah. I was like, I'm not there, but I was like, yeah, I don't, this literally, I don't even care about this. And even like when I'd be sitting somewhere in like a waiting room or something, and yeah. someone I knew saw me playing, and they're like, what are you playing? I'm like, nothing. Like, I was like, huh. Not only am I not that into it, into it I'm embarrassed. About right. It. I was just <laughs> like, huh. And I was like, it doesn't bring me joy. It's just firing synapses in my brain. Yeah. And like, you get that, uh, you know, the, those, the endorphin rush when you, beat a level in something that yeah. doesn't matter at all so I yeah. just I did take it off my phone I was yeah. just like this is ridiculous and I still like maybe a month ago I forget what but I had like I was like oh, I got like three hours that I had to kill somewhere where I like I didn't know anyone yeah. I don't remember where I was oh I was on my road trip and I had to wait uh, I was at the airport Yeah, and I was like I'm just gonna Redownload that game and see how yeah. far I can get. I downloaded. I was like, "Nope, that's stupid." And I yeah. got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Ah, oh, this is ridiculous." You like that gamify thing, though, right? Like you like you like the, like taking everyday things and. Oh yeah, you, know, you like. Oh, I do it with everything. Have you heard of that app? It's called. Uh, I haven't used it in a while. It's called Habitify. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, it's you put in a list of things like habits you want to develop over a certain amount of time yeah. and when you're checking things off your list you earn coins to like get an avatar and there's no cash transaction right. Right. but it's, it's that you're you're taking the things you want to do and turning them into oh, that's thing. so that's kind of a sure I, I, I feel getting to a point starting a new year where I've got to dive into something like that just to sure. kind of well, I, again. I had a guy um, I work with who loaned me a book. It was about building habits, and because people always talk about you going to change bad habits, but that's actually it's not possible. Like, yeah. like, and it sounds like I'm being super negative. I'm actually like, th- like this was like written by you know people who did medical research. Like, once you have an actual habit in your brain, like the neuron pathways in your brain are always there. Yeah, the things that trigger it. What you have to do if you don't want to do that anymore is create a new habit to kind of like override it. Um, So introducing new stimuli, new behavior. But they're like, that's why so many people relapse is you reintroduce the old stimuli. That pathway is still there. And it'll like, because it becomes a habit, it's not something you're thinking about. You're like, you reintroduce that stuff. um, You're going to do it again, which is why you need to like, Build new habits. Yeah, uh, that replacement behaviors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm certainly a creature of habit as well. That's why, I like, for food, I have to plan my meals out in yeah. advance, which always seemed like that idea seemed like ridiculous to me. Yeah. I was like, well, where I'm at in my life is just as ridiculous. Yeah. And this is where I've gotten doing stuff. By the way, I think stuff should go. So why not give it a try? Yeah. But it's like it takes the it takes the guesswork out. I literally have one of two different things for lunch or for breakfast, and it's the days that I work. I yeah. do. I have this one breakfast. The two days I have off, I have this other, one. and it merely comes down to one of them takes ten minutes to prepare. One takes about twenty minutes to yeah. prepare, and I'm also much fuller on the one that takes like 20, 20 minutes to. Rep- prepare so I'm like alright I'm okay with eating a big meal in the morning if I'm then doing some stuff around the house and kind of expelling it but if I need to go to work and like I don't want to be like uh I feel like a little heavy and long you know weighed down so it's you know stuff like that it's I do like there's like four meals that I have for lunch and I rotate between the four and 
it's super boring. Uh, and that's the thing. Part of it is like I don't get that much joy from food anymore. And some people might be like, "Oh, that's terrible," but I'm like, trust me, I've yeah. enjoyed food quite a bit <laughs> yeah. in my life. And yeah. I mean, there are occasionally things that I do enjoy. Uh, and it always surprises me when I'm like, oh, this is really delicious and there's nothing in it that's bad for me. Yeah. Bad for me. Because, you know, again, food is such a subjective yeah. thing. Some people can eat whatever they want. Right. Uh, it's also funny, like, I work with some people in their early 20s and yeah. they eat garbage all the yeah. time. And then they're thin as a rail. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things that, like, I never want to be, yeah. be the person. I, I was never able to do that. But also, I was like, yeah, you can do that now. Once. 30 it's yeah. it's gonna change and yeah. I, I mean and this goes into a whole like body image thing or whatnot because a couple of them are uh young women and yeah. i'm like i don't see which parents look like i was just like you know and like i was like not to say that that's the only factor yeah. in it but i was like you know this is how your family eats you yeah. you never know right um and again, you know, the body image shouldn't be the only thing, no, reason no, for doing no. it, but, you know, that is such a thing that so many people get their self-worth from. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Man. But, uh, yeah. So how's the painting going? <laughs> uh, it's going okay. I did, um... Are you still, you're still the studio here? Or are you still, no, 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 I haven't had that for a while. It was just one of those things that I was like, well... It was a, a, one of those monthly expenses that I was sure. like, for the amount of time that I was yep. going there, it really I couldn't really justify it. I mean, wrong brain is not over there anyways, but it was I more was doing it for the camaraderie and sure. the other artists, and then I but I also realized towards the end I was hardly ever going in there, yep. and um, I like a lot of what I was getting from the camaraderie thing, like I get from like doing this podcast like yeah. I was sort of like I was taking a lot of time to like do on have on purpose conversations with other creative people yeah. anyways um, and so I don't know I, I also even when I was there I wasn't actually painting that much in the studio I yeah. would maybe once a month I would go in at like two in the morning and paint yeah. till like six in the morning when there was no one there mm-hmm. um, but I was like yeah I can also do that at home yeah. but I have some distractions at home right. that um, sometimes, like yesterday, so I had I had a couple errands I had to do in Dover um, around noon, yeah. and I had to work at 3, so with it being the Black Friday weekend, it was busier than normal. Yeah. So I head, head back, and I'm driving near where I work, and it's just about 1 o'clock. And I was like, all right, it's going to take me another 15 minutes to get home, Yeah. and then I can spend... 40 minutes at home doing really nothing and yeah. then come back to work or I could just go to work now park and not stress about where I'm going to park yeah. how long it's going to take me to get there so I did that went in did my grocery shopping before work instead of at the end yeah. and then sat and did artwork for an hour and a half in the break room because uh, I, I have my sketch pad and my watercolors with me so I mean I wasn't super happy with what I did but that's sort of beside the point it's just getting down and actually doing it doing it so um, I have a big creative non-painting thing that I'm working on in January January is always really tough it's cold here and it's not there's you know it's the post holiday thing where nobody has any money so nobody's really buying paintings 
so I was like, I'm not going to focus on painting during January. I've also found that once I have a project that I'm working on, I inevitably get an idea for a painting to yeah. take me away from it. So yeah. I'm like, well, if that happens, cool, but I'm not going to focus. Yeah. I'm trying to do trying to do 10 pages of writing a day in January. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, if I can do that at the end of the, at the end of January, I should have about 300 pages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But so having said that, I'm going to try and do every day that I work sp- this in December, yeah. spend an hour working on our work. I've got a couple commission things to do, but I also have an idea for a series that I want to kind of work on. So I've also found that, if I start a series of my own, yeah. inevitably someone wants a commission. Then where if I wait around for commissions, they don't show up. So right. I'm just like, you yeah. just gotta, you just gotta keep doing because it keeps you fresh. It keeps yeah. you. Um, uh, it's like you're not cold starting your your engine when it's exactly. time to do something for somebody else. Right. Yeah. And it's also it's just it's like any other. I'm sure, like, if you didn't pick up the guitar for yeah, it's bad. a month mm-hmm. and then you pick it up, you're like, oh god, I'm yeah, I'm rusty. Yeah. Uh, found uh, the last since this summer, trying to connect with other other musicians just for the sake of writing, not mm-hmm. jamming or like right. anything like that, but just uh, uh, my buddy Tom and I get together most Mondays most yeah. Mondays and try to hack out a verse and a chorus yeah. and uh, and that's been we get like these dry spells where it's like okay yeah. but then it's maybe two weeks ago we were like oh my god yeah we're excited about this you right. know? and it, it is what it is it's just the exercise sure you might not do it on your own every right. day right you know, I, I probably should right like you know writers want to do you know a thousand words a day or you know a couple pages a day just uh even if it's bad right um and that's kind of what i should be doing right but having this like i do one on monday i do one on wednesday yeah um with another writer and that's it's yeah. just a good way to stay stay fresh and, it's, sure. and, and to, to, to bounce ideas off people yeah so you're not working in a vacuum yeah you know for sure i um do you know emma consolata no. uh, she used to be the the manager at bull moose uh but she's an amazing comic book illustrator and writer okay. so her and i have done a few like drawing dates where we'll set up at book and bar for several yep. hours and uh We'll sit and draw, just like yeah. you and I are now, and just like yep. sit and draw. We actually did a. It's funny because it's good because a it gets you into practice, but also it kind of gets you doing different things. Because her and I are very different types of artists, but yeah. like it, like she's like, "Hey, you want to draw each other?" And I was like, yeah. "And I hate drawing yeah. from live models, yeah. and I hate it because I'm not very good at it. But I'm not yeah. very good at it because I tried it maybe three times in my life, and I was like, well, I don't like the results, so I'm yeah. not going to. The, I'm, yeah. So and yeah. but a, I'm trying to do stuff that creatively scares me, yeah. and be like, all right, let's try this. But also, sure. like Emma, someone that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, so yeah. I was just like, sure, we'll try it, and it was it was good because it got me outside of my normal way of doing yeah. stuff and gives yeah. gave me a different way to approach stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps that like she's easy on the eyes so she's easy to draw too sure. so it's just like yeah. you know um, but uh, and we've done some other like little collaborative stuff but it's also cool to just sit and watch another artist yeah. work because it's like 
start out with literally just a raw yeah. page, and then you know after two hours they've got this piece of artwork, and I'm like, wow, I I watched you create that from yeah, nothing that didn't exist a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have another friend that I this summer we did a lot of drawing together, and it was like a huge. Insp- it's funny because so now at this point with tattoos, I pretty much just get tattooed on my birthday okay. in December and uh, there was this thing that my friend Jenna created it's a, it's a painting of a carrot but I, I had said for months now I yeah. was like I want to get a piece of artwork tattooed on me and she's yeah. like uh, okay like you yeah. know what? and I was like I don't know what yet but like her style's so different than mine yeah. and it's but it's got this uh like a lyricism and like just like a spontaneity and joy to it yeah. that's like very different than mine but I really like it and it's funny because like it's one of those things that like kind of bugs her about it Yeah, but she's like oh it's not that realistic I was like yeah but it's your own style and you're not yeah. trying to do a style it's just your own style but yeah. so one of these times we were creating art she did this thing with watercolor and she's like oh, I hate this and I was like why and She's like, because of this, this, and this. And I was like, yeah, but that right there is like my favorite part of it because watercolor, you can only control so much. Yeah. But I was like, so it went in a way you didn't like, and then you turned it into this other thing yeah. instead. And I was like, so over the course of the conversation, uh, I like kind of like, she kind of like realized I had begrudgingly like turned her around on it. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I kind of like it. So I'm actually getting that as a tattoo. Uh, we're actually getting a matching tattoo of it. Right. So that'll be kind of cool. Awesome. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's cool to get another artist's perspective on not just their approach, but like them seeing how you do stuff and yep. kind of kind of open your eyes to, oh, this is something that is actually yeah. something I'm good at, or something that if I just try it this way instead yeah. of that way, I can it's, have more success. It's bringing a, it's bringing a melody or an idea to a session, and right. like I don't like this. What What do you think? Yeah. And yeah. having it turn into to something that's right. that you think is all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah, uh, that's kind of the point of, of doing. We want to do a, like a a songwriting circle somewhere where it's like we just get five or six people to sit around a table somewhere. Yeah, and and bounce ideas around. Do you know Guy Capasalatro the third? I don't know him personally. Okay, because um, he does something like that. It, it's not something that I. And guy, if I'm getting this incorrect, I apologize. Uh, it's something that he takes part in every year, and they do it out on Star Island, in right. Isles of Shoals. But it's it's a songwriting workshop. Like Jonathan Blakesley's part of it too. Okay. And um, but they they I think it's a week long thing where yeah. it's it's based, but it's based around songwriting. Okay. And they have different people. Uh, they'll do different groups and be like, "You five people are here today," and like they'll do a different exercise. They're like, "All right, you can't like." You're a guitar player? Cool. You're on drums today. And yeah. they're like, I've never played drums. Cool. Yeah. See what you can figure out. You've got three hours, and then yeah. like, the five of you create a song together yeah. and okay. stuff like that. And it's, you know, whether or not you come up with, you know, the greatest song in the world, who knows, but it gets you thinking different, you, yeah. know, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And uh, um, he's been doing that for years now. I want to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll certainly, I'll reach out to him and find out the specifics. I think it's like April or May that they do it. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. yeah, it's that's kind of right on my... But it sounds really great. See, I want, like, I've had, I had had this idea for a while um, 
that I just wanted to get to like a like an artist retreat. And I use artists in the broad sense of, you know, musicians, yeah. painters, writers, whatever. Yeah. Basically have a week where you rent a house somewhere that's isolated. Yeah. So everyone has breakfast together. Yeah. Says, this is what I'm going to work on today. Yeah. Um, and then you got the afternoon free. Lunch is up to everyone else to do. Yeah. And then at dinner... You know, and, and so you have like five people, so it's five nights. So every night, a different person prepares dinner, yeah. And um, everyone has five minutes during dinner at the beginning to talk about or show yeah. off, or yeah. you know, not only talk about what they did, but like, oh, this is this is what I was planning on doing, this is what I said this morning I'm going to do. These are the roadblocks yeah. that I ran into, and then like, you know, if people have input or whatnot, yeah. obviously they can put out there but it's more just like this is what I'm working on this is how it's going and yeah. then you know do it over five days and it doesn't have to be the end of five days I have a finished painting I have a finished album or song yeah. or whatever but this is this is what we're working on yeah. and like I like the idea of having like multiple disciplines because a lot of times I get best practices from how to approach artwork from talking to songwriters yeah. I got a friend who just started doing ballet after being yeah. a, a weaver for yeah. the last 20 years you know yeah. stuff like that so awesome. I just it's more figuring out the logistics of where to do it and right like not making it cost a million dollars for people to do right so because it's artists right yeah because <laughs> it's artists but it's right. also like I mean I'm sure if I did enough legwork with it, there's probably grants available to do stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, I mean, also just finding people. I'm, I know I know people who own properties that they don't use all the time. Yeah. That they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you want to come out here in March for a week? Yeah. Cool. You know, yep. give, give us you know two hundred bucks for a cleaning thing or whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. So I mean, but it, 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 in the meantime, it's just like. Yeah, those are great, but at, at some point you've got to just decide to do it. Sure. Or make those make sure. those things happen, you know? Sure. Knowing those are out there, that would be... Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you've hit creative blocks. Like creative. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Like, the biggest thing for me was just been like, just do it anyways, like as far yeah. as like drawing. Like sometimes I'll sit down, I have no idea in my head, and just yeah. draw, and I'll... There's things that I absolutely hate that I spent two hours on but I'm like yeah. whatever it got me doing it and then the next day I'm like oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do yeah. that so how um with new Nord uh are you, is it pretty much all you or yeah. I, I know when you guys played so, live it was Mark and Pat as I, well I think the the idea was to uh just play a bunch of songs that I've been working on mm-hmm. they've been kind of sitting on the mm-hmm. on the shelf and we were rap- we were doing the last practice for uh, uh, the minor scale shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I asked Pat and Mark if they would, and Chris, mm-hmm. you know, if they would be down to um, to come do this show. Yeah. Because at this point, I booked this and then lost all creative drive, right? Mm-hmm. And hadn't finished the songs. Sure. So um, they were down for it, and. Uh, I have a tendency to just bail mm-hmm. on on these kinds of things. Sure, I and didn't and didn't want to have that be the case this time. Um, well, if you have other people you're accountable to, it's it's sure. more difficult to bail. I yeah. I kind of 
Yeah. I kind of do that to myself sometimes yeah. too. So, just getting, yeah. Time frame to keep going. So getting those guys uh, involved was helpful. But once we started playing them, it, it, I, I sent them the recordings to practice these. We don't have a lot of time. We yeah. only did like two practices. Uh, and, uh, but they had fully realized demos to, to work with. Right. So, and that's what I'm kind of dumping out online right now. Is yeah. just our, our hope is to get in and actually work with Chris and uh, and do something more substantial. Sure. But uh, right now, it's yeah, write the songs, give them to them, learn them, practice a few times. Yeah. And uh, go out and play. So now we're we're looking booking January, February, March. Just book, play once, twice right. a month tops. Sure. Uh, with other bands that we like and just have fun yeah. yeah but it's like now it's my only creative thing my only creative thing and that that's that's pretty awesome yeah. so what uh, I mean cause just you know here in the here in the one song mm-hmm. it it definitely stylistically has a difference than the minus scale yeah. uh, but at the end of the day you're the singer from the minus scale, the guitar player, yeah. the primary songwriter for the, sure. the minus scale. So when you're like, wh- when you're writing, yep. how do you decide? Or is it basically, I mean, like, because like you said, it's your only creative thing yeah. right now. So is, so does the minus scale have no future plans right now? Nothing, nothing yeah. on the, sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know, but no. I mean, and when we talked, I think two like, years ago, it was yeah. like it was it was on the horizon, but wasn't a definite thing. Yeah, yet. and then you guys did some reunion shows. Yeah, and we, you know, we had a great year last year. Sure, doing that. Um, I think between that Brickhouse show last October, mm-hmm. um, the two the New Jersey New York dates, and then press room in the summer. Yeah, like those were all good mm-hmm. really really good uh, and then you know doing the Sheila Divine thing in, in Boston was a blast yep. but I think that night was like the we're just enjoying this moment this is obviously a Sheila Divine sure. show you can tell looking around the room that's what sure. it was yeah which is all fine we were just like how do we we get to do this sure and this is awesome I, I, I don't ever want to get to a point with that where we do a show and it's like ah that was not great right sure because we only have good feelings now about sure. how that's gone so we gotta be really selective and careful sure. with what we do um, well and also the fact that AJ lives five hours away yeah. so it makes it the uh, internet makes all of that easier sure uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, God, did you, you didn't go to either of the Fly Spanish Fly reunion no. shows did you no. but watching how they were having to rehearse because those guys were coming from all, all over, over yeah. you know like Colorado and shit yeah. like that so it was a uh, yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's not really an issue, and the muscle memory is so, so good. That, right. I mean, putting a set together is no problem. But the difference between minus scale tunes and uh, this stuff is is AJ. Yeah. And like, and if if I'm sitting down and writing stuff that you know I'm feeling I'm mm-hmm. into and I'm not thinking about okay well what's and I don't mean this in a negative way by any means but I I definitely still think in terms of okay well how's AJ going to hear this sure sure sure. because and we have very different feelings I think about how that all went 10 years ago when we were playing you know that uh, I always I had a different approach and 
it went through that that through his filter. Sure. And I think, but I always pushed that. I always sure. fought that. I mean, right. I always fought that filter. And now I think it's flipped, where it's like I wish I had accepted that filter sure. more willingly early on. And I because well, I think the, the, it, it definitely trims things down. You sure. Know, and, and it focuses on what people want to hear or what's gonna what's gonna catch someone's ear. Well, I think it helps sharpen what made the minus scale the minus scale so I think yeah. it's funny because I thought about that before and it's again it's more it, it, it's not a, a negative thing but it was also like because like I said you're you know you're the primary songwriter in the yeah. minus scale but I, I know a lot of like arrangement stuff yeah. like that um, went through all of us yeah yeah um, and I also know that you know AJ had a big part in that yeah. so it was interesting to be like alright well you take that element out and also well, I guess on the record, it's you playing everything. Because I was like, how does it feel having one guitar instead of two or three? Well, there's more than that on, on yeah. the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, we were, uh, the three of us were worried uh, how that was going to go. Um, we had the first practice, and it's like, yeah, actually, it's, it's all right. Right, it's, yeah. It's, there are things that are going to be different because there's not enough hands to cover all the pieces. We could play to a track. I sure. Mean, that's certainly something that we we would consider, but right. it's also more of a hassle to, to put yeah. that together than it's worth. It's also a live experience. It's going to be different than a recorded experience. Sure. That's okay. Yeah. I was trying to listen to like that that uh, that not a surf live thing from Brussels or yeah, whatever yeah. 2004. It was just the three of them yeah. just to go, okay, well, why? how is it different? And, do I feel different about these songs because it's a right? He's doing it. He's like, no, actually, the songs are still great. If, if the melody is, but but that kind of keeps me in check. So I need to make sure I feel confident in the melody sure. and how repetitive sure. it is, and it also keeps the song short, which is something I really like. Right. Um, so so yeah, I think that's that is the big difference. Is that when I initially talk to them I said I don't want any input yeah. I just like I have like these eight songs sure um, if you guys want to play them that'd be awesome right it's literally no you don't have to think about anything you just play these parts right as soon as we practice I was like oh, I want I want I want their sure input. I want those elements right you know? uh, at least for when we ultimately record it sure Right now, it's just good to go, these are the songs, let's go play these. Yeah. Because there isn't time to do all of it. There isn't time to practice three nights a week and uh, go at it like we did. Well, I mean, most of you guys have kids and, you know, full-time jobs and whatnot, so... So it's... um, So finding ways to make that work now, it's... But it's good. It's good. And and playing with with, with those guys is... It's definitely a security blanket. Sure. You know? Um... (laughs) So yeah, no, it's it, it's gonna be fun. Well, I mean, they're solid players too, so oh you know. yeah, but yeah, they're yeah, also that goes guys that you're saying. familiar with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had the, I've been very fortunate to play with a lot of talented dudes the last yeah. ten years outside of that band, but right. um, but coming back and, and playing with these guys a lot has just been ah, it's yeah. like. Yeah. It's like home, you know? <laughs> right. Well, I would imagine, too, like, just from a songwriting perspective where where you are saying, just play these the way they, you know, they are, it, it's really putting yourself front and center for kind of the first time. Um, right. So I guess it it, it does make, make sense to, if you're going to do that, have some familiar faces sure. behind you. Yeah. Right. Well, it's also like they understand how 
uh, neurotic and, and sure. weird I am about stuff. So it's well, not you guys like, have a shorthand at this point. Sure, and yeah. it's not like exposing how weird I am to right. You know, to like, no, they already know I'm like, weird and they're fine with that. Yeah, they get it. You know, yeah. so that that certainly helps too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we're excited. Uh, just trying to figure out how being in a band again works. Sure. Like how that? How do you? even get shows sure that's kind of where we're at like yeah in 2020 like, yeah, how do you do that reaching yeah. out to, to bands we know and like and seeing if you know we can you know uh, barge in on their on their shows yeah <laughs> we only have enough music to play for 30 minutes and that's the, that's like really pushing it so I have found it's funny because like so when I started like buying my own music like yeah. you know talking early 90s like yeah. it was like the, the, the kind of the peak of when CDs were selling and yeah. like uh, the one that I think about I think about Red Hot Chili Peppers Blood Sugar Sex Magic yeah. that yeah. album's like 68 minutes long there's 17 songs yeah. and you're just like this is a lot of music I don't think I've ever heard the whole thing it's uh <laughs> I, I mean it's funny because yeah. I have such a weird feeling about the Red Hot Chili Peppers now I still think as as a complete album yeah. it's a really solid album yeah. I was thinking it's their best album it's also 18 years old yeah. uh, but I think about albums that come out now and it's like 35 minutes like that's the stand- like 10 yeah. going back to 10 tracks is pretty much the standard sure. now. I think people's attention if you're, if you're going to put it out at all right yeah like, like a physical release yeah. Or, yeah a lot of times it's just here's a new song here's a new song and I'm yeah like here's a single it's yeah. like here's, here's two tunes yeah. I just I got excited because I bought two seven inches from uh, some some friends band yesterday I was like well this is my this is my contribution to uh, small business Saturday but it was uh, <laughs> and it was through Bandcamp too yeah. so it was like it was like because I think they were asking two dollars shipping a piece and I was like well I'm buying two at least, so it's because it's they'll make a yeah. little bit of money on yeah. the shipping because they can ship them together. But yeah. but I was like four dollars for a seven inch is nothing. Yeah, I was like that's that's amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Do you know the band Twenty Seven? No. Familiar with? So it's it's a uh, it's Maria Christopher and Aol Nair. I know I'm saying his right. last name wrong, but. So she was primary, like most well known. I think she provided some some vocals on the ISIS album right. uh, uh, Oceanic. Okay, but it's it, and there are a couple, and it's been their band for a while. And her sister Terry's been the drummer for about thirteen years as well. Okay. But Adam McGrath from Caven, uh, who's married to Terry, the drummer, okay. has been the lead guitarist now for about five years now. So right. it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a. I don't want to say it's a super group, but it's they're Boston based, but like they play maybe like four gigs a year, yeah. uh, if that. I think the last gigs they actually played were the Caleb Schofield benefit shows, yeah. but um, yeah, but they just they, they released a, a new seven inch, and that's they'll do like a seven inch like once every yeah. like fifteen months or whatnot. Yeah, but that's like all the stuff we never did that I would love to right. figure out how to do. So right, the the process right now is trying to figure out. How to get to the point where it's paying for itself? Sure, you know, yes. um, and and trying to figure out how to play shows in order to do that. Right? Like how do we? Yeah. How do we even begin? Yeah. Um, like we even talked about, like, do you want to just like suck it up and like write or learn a bunch of kids' songs and play birthday parties and right. stuff so that we can, right. you know, 
I mean, you guys, I mean, especially Chris playing, Chris has kids, right? Chris has kids. Chris yeah. isn't playing with us. Oh, okay. So, so it's I mean, just he, it's, a, it's an open door. Right. I mean, that guy is Right. Well, I mean, unreal. you and Mark have kids, so at least, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it, it would be, sure. it makes sense. Yeah. There's a network um, of parents, at least. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, that's, maybe that's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of what we're, we're thinking. Uh, just get out and have fun. Yeah. But right on, man. keep them short. Yeah. Nice. Know, it's not a lot of time. But yeah, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat. Yeah, no, it's, I that, mean, it's that always... went in a direction I didn't see coming, but that's <laughs> typically how we. Uh, yeah, and that's honestly, that's, that's what I really like about these is like, you know, and the people that I've sat down with who I don't know that well, they're like, yeah. well, what, point, you know, what should I prepare to talk about? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't have any questions prepared. We're just going to talk. And like, which is funny because when I started doing this, I felt a little self-conscious about that. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm not. I was like, I feel like I'm not prepared or, or yeah. it looks like I'm not prepared, which is 100% true. But that's yeah. sort of what I enjoy about it the most. And I've had yeah. a lot of these conversations go into places that like I didn't expect at all. Yeah. But that's the whole thing with a, a genuine conversation, as opposed yeah. to like an interview. Sure, um, it's funny because there's a couple, couple people I have lined up uh, in the next few weeks who I don't know that well. Yeah. And and one when I told someone that I was sitting down with this person, and then we'll see how it goes afterwards. But they're like, "Oh, you're interviewing that person? Good luck. They're really, you know, they don't like doing interviews." I was yeah. just like, "Well, it's not an interview. It's yeah. different." But I was like, "You know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see." So. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. I always, in three and a half, three, in three years of doing this, I've done about, done about 200 of these. And yeah. there's, I can literally think of two where I was like, this conversation's going nowhere. I can't yeah. wait for this to be yeah. over. And then it, every other one, I'm like, all right, I got to pick this point to stop because otherwise we'll talk for another hour yeah. and a half, which is fine. But like, yeah, like I don't know if you saw the one that I did with Aragot, where it was just me and him sitting in his garage for three hours just bullshitting about music. It was it was a lot of fun, yeah. but it was definitely one of those ones that I tell people I was just like, unless you're into middle aged dudes talking yeah. about like classic rock and stuff like that, <laughs> I was like, it might not be your bag because right. I've, I've had like real life conversations where someone's a witness and I could see people like nodding off yeah. so I was like yeah if you're not even there why yeah. would you know why, why would you want to do that yeah. but I was like if you've got a long road trip and you're interested in the sound of Eric and or my voice yeah sure why not <laughs> but uh, no this is fun I enjoyed it fun, man. you know always always, always good appreciate get, it getting together yeah. Yeah. me too uh we need to plan another uh, absolutely yeah. yeah we gotta get better about it yeah I mean you know what, you know what though we're pretty good yeah I mean considering where I, we're at I, considering you have a four year old yeah we both have full time jobs we both do creative stuff yeah uh, I see you more than other people yeah. in the same boats yeah do you know what I mean so yeah yeah I usually I try to keep my Chris and Scott ratio somewhat yeah, yeah, yeah. balanced <laughs> and uh yeah but this is fun, man. Yeah, Thank right you. on, man. Thank cool. You. <laughs>